The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. And now, with Patricia Raskin Positive Living, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and good afternoon on the East Coast and good morning on the West Coast. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, the program that shows you to turn your obstacles into opportunities and your problems into solutions and how to make your dreams come true at any stage of your life. And today we're talking about how we can do this in the latter stages. In our, in, as we age, we get better. And our guests today are George and Sedina Capolini. And their book is Do Not Go Quietly, A Guide to Living Consciously and Aging Wisely for People Who Weren't Born Yesterday. Uh, this is really straight talk and valuable strategies and practical tools and inspiring messages for 150 million Americans who will soon to be 50 years or older, and also for younger people who want to know more about the road ahead and be better prepared for the world that they will soon inherit. These are just some of the things that George and Sedina Capolini deliver in their eminent, accessible, Do Not Go Quietly, again, a guide to living consciously and aging wisely for people who were not born yesterday. George and Sedina are also co-founders of Age Nation, experts on societal, organizational, and individual change. They are internationally known consultants and coaches and the authors of two previous books, Say Yes to Change, 25 Keys for Making Change Work for You, and Authenticity, Simple Strategies for Greater Meaning and Purpose at Work and at Home. Welcome, George and Sedina. Thank you so much, Patricia. We're very glad to be here. And yeah. just, just a slight correction, it's Capanelli. I'm very sorry. That's okay. I'm, I, it, I, the I long think name. I, yes, that is like the, the pasta I was saying. Very sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, what I'd like to talk to you about is really your title. What does that mean, do not go quietly? It means uh, make a joyful noise. It means live mm-hmm. life to the fullest. It means um, don't take any wooden nickels. Uh, <laughs> it means... Uh, Make sure your voice is at the table when decisions about your life are being made. You know, uh, one of the things, Patricia, we often say is that unfortunately in America today there are a number of members in government, both national, state, and local, um, who are half our age, have half our experience, and unfortunately half of our intelligence sometimes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they're making uh, decisions that will dramatically impact our well-being for decades to come. And so we need to get back at the game, get back at the table, and uh, speak with the wisdom and the experience that we have. Well, you talk about a demographic revolution. What is this and why should we pay attention to it? 
Well, many people out there probably know some of these statistics, Patricia. Uh, there's a giant demographic wave coming. Um, unprecedented proportions of us will be a hundred. Will be over 50 for the first time in history. Mm-hmm. 150 million, and there's 160 million people who will be responsible for the welfare of this planet, the younger people. So we're talking about half of our population, and one person joins this crowd, this over-50 crowd, uh, every seven seconds. 10,000 people retire a day. One person every 72 seconds is diagnosed with early-onset Alzheimer's. There's just so many things happening, and it's unprecedented social, cultural, um, economic revolution that's taking place all around us. And, and, you know, a lot is not being done about it. Well, people will live longer because of tissue re-engineering and and, and DNA studies. And so there's, there, there really is, we really have to start paying attention. So the question is, what, you know, what do you think we can start doing now to prepare? Because, they're, you know, the gap will be stronger. You may have 90-year-olds eventually working with 20-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that, you know, there are a tremendous number of things we can do. First of all, uh, each of us needs to be much more responsible for our own well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to, uh, from, you know, exercise and diet and and just uh, emotional and physical and intellectual well-being. Uh, there are just a ton of things we can do, practical, uh, sensible, available things we can do to prevent ourselves from uh, having to be subject to systems that may not be functioning as well in healthcare, life care, and all the rest. Um, we can certainly do an awful lot to uh, put down any of the uh, baggage or unfinished stuff that we may be carrying, you know, from lifetimes of interaction. Um, And um, uh, perhaps uh, as important, we can recognize that we have much more control over our own uh, destiny than we sometimes we remember. We, in addition to all the statistics Sedina gave, uh, we control a great deal of the nation's wealth. We yes. buy more things in more categories and spend more money on certain things, travel, health care, um, uh, automobiles, and on, you know, on and on and on yes. than the majority of people. So the way we exercise that economic power can have a tremendous impact on the world. Every day yes. we can vote with our dollars uh, in more conscious ways, we can support companies that make uh, products that are uh, committed to our well-being and the well-being of our planet. We can stop spending money on companies and organizations yeah. that be more conscious. Yeah, absolutely. be more conscious. Now, you know, there is something we have to look at, though, George, and that is the American obsession with youth and the aversion to aging, because it is there. And so, how do you? Uh, ex- Give us your opinion and where you see the hope in that respect. Sedina, why don't you take a shot? Yeah, well, you're absolutely right, Patricia. Our society teaches us to really resist aging and all of its physical signs to push our feelings down and try to fix ourselves, right, and make ourselves into some younger version or to look at these younger images of ourselves as the good thing. In other words, an illusion. And uh, it's no wonder that we come to reject ourselves rather than accepting the beauty of the present where we, where we are. 
So it, it is wonderful to celebrate the valuable gifts of youth, but the trouble comes when we think that's the only life cycle worth celebrating. So we say that aging and being an elder is never going to have any meaning as long as we measure it with the same standard for, yeah. that we measure youth. So it's up to us to redefine aging, perhaps include some new standards, like the quality of a person's character. These are all things that we, we include in the book. When you asked earlier, what can we do? Well, the title, Do Not Go Quietly, is a reminder that all life is full of a lot of, you know, we may have some angst at this time, a lot of loss and pain and yes. sadness. There's also tremendous blessing. True. And this is statement of motivation yeah. is kind of a clarion call to greater awareness yeah. to take advantage of our yes, time Yes, and I here. think there's a, there was more depth. Limited. I mean, there's more, certainly more depth for me, and I'm, I'm in that age and a little bit older, and I find there is more loss. You know, in terms of family and relationships, there's more loss because we've lived longer. And, but, but also there can be more depth. You know, and another thing I'd like to mention and ask you to comment on is that in other cultures in the world, elders are really revered and worshipped and cherished much more than in our country. Talk about that. Well, um, the truth is um, that difference um, throughout history has been the difference between societies that have thrived and continued to prosper and those that have imploded. Mm. Societies where the wisdom of the elder has been included have been successful and the most long-lasting. Um, and um, so that's a, a huge difference. You know, that myth of youth that you and Sedina were just talking about uh, is relevant here as well because um, when we stop uh, honoring and paying attention to the wisdom of elders, then people uh, begin to lose sight of the fact that life is a very long experience. So they begin to think that, you know, I've got to get it in and get it done by the time I'm 30 or 40 or 50 at the latest. I have to grab my piece of the pie. And a lot of people do that without regard to the impact it has. In those societies that you're talking about, uh, uh, the elders reminded people that uh, to think seven generations out, what's the impact of the decision we make today on future generations? And we're losing that ability in the United States, and it's one of the reasons that we are in such trouble in so many different areas. Uh, your comments about the Sedina. Oh, about um, what George just said in terms of other cultures and... Right. Well, one of the reasons that we wrote this book is that we were invited to the International Conference on Aging by one of our consulting clients, and this is in Sydney, Australia, and George and I left very depressed about where the United States stood on this uh, this list of people doing amazing things, as you said, Patricia, for their elders in so mm-hmm. many different ways in the community. So we very strongly believe that it's time to reignite that wisdom of our elders, you know, the wisdom of our, our, uh, these people that have come before us. It's everything that each one of us, not, not just our grandparents, but us, as we enter this time of life, the second 50 or the second, whatever you want to say, we, we include people from 40 on and also younger people. Um, if we can take this time and really cherish it and realize that we've mm. 
we have all this juiciness. We have all this wisdom, the seasoned knowledge, the humor, the virtues that we've worked hard for. (laughs) And we had physical energy when we were younger, but now our souls are empowered. And we can't waste this. This is a vital uh, gift that we have to give to future generations. And our belief is that it used to be about... You know, what, what are you going to procreate children-wise? You know, what are you going to leave the world that way? Now what the world needs is our wisdom and our understanding and our guidance. And you have a chapter called Lifestyle Revolution, which has some fascinating information. So talk about that with us. Well, we are, uh, you know, experiencing a tremendous lifestyle revolution. Um, the fact of the matter is that um, the life that... Um, the life that we lead today is so vastly different than the life that so many of us were born into, uh, raised children within, uh, began our careers in, and a a whole variety of other things. So um, the fact is that, um, uh, you know, it's just an an extraordinarily different world. Uh, the, the speed of technology, the speed of connectivity, yeah. the fact that we're living in a global yeah. world rather than simply a series of nation states, you know, the, the fact that there are apps that connect you to hospitals and doctors, mm-hmm. there'll, there'll be apps soon that will monitor your blood pressure and mm-hmm. feed, you know, information uh, and there are whole new kinds of communities that are being conceived of, uh, cruise ships uh, that will become retirement communities. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just on and on and on. Uh, the, 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 the world is changing so dramatically, and so that puts a responsibility on us as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. In order to stay connected to the world, we can't be um, we can't be dumb about life. We can't say, "Oh, I'm not interested in the internet. Right. I'm not interested." Exactly, more responsibility, and it also allows us to be more selective, because now you mm-hmm. can really choose whom you want to contact, and and the contacts are limitless because of the internet. Yes. So that that really does make a big difference. Exactly. You, yeah, you talk about the power of living in the present moment, which is something that. I talk about a lot on the shows with guests, how important that is. And it sounds very simple, but it's not always easy when people have so many things on their mind that they're, they're not really with you fully. They're somewhere else, and then they lose that moment because then you're gone. Talk about that. Mm-hmm. Well, there is so much going on. It's full blast, and we're living in such a highly caffeinated society. I, I know exactly what you're saying. It's, it's, it's a full-time job to stay focused in the present because that's where life is happening. <laughs> Otherwise, you're in your head, and you're in the past or the future. So one of the, there's so many wonderful ways that we mention in Do Not Go Quietly that can bring you back into the present, but certainly one of those is brief. There's time during the day in between events we can just breathe into the moment and realize, wow, am I, was I even breathing? <laughs> what are my feelings? What am I feeling right now? Uh, and, and to be in touch with that because I think a lot of what goes on as we age is there's a denial that it's even happening. So denying our feelings is, is you know, one of the ways that we get into fear and trepidation about what's happening to us. 
So we really can't begin to change until we have awareness about it. We can't. Yeah, and that, that ties me into the next question, which is about one of your chapters on celebrating life and befriending death. Mm-hmm. Another little, something else that can be scary for folks. Um, explain that, George. Well, if you, um, I, I think death becomes scarier if we haven't or if we are not living the life that we want to live. In other words, if we're not engaged in what we're doing, if we don't have passion for it, if we're not doing things that we think meaningful, then all of a sudden the idea of the end of the game becomes scary. If you're really playing the game of life effectively and enthusiastically, then the end of life is almost like a vacation. It's a, um, it's a reward for a life well-lived. Um, and uh, again, much as we live in a myth of youth, we also live in a society that uh, is age-averse and death-averse uh, as well. We don't talk about it. We don't include it in our world. So if we're living in the present moment, if we're doing life the way we can live fully and passionately, then death ceases to be an unnatural phenomenon. It's like our entrance. It's a natural part of life. Mm-hmm. And staying close to nature, Patricia, is one of the great ways yeah. I find that we can drop doubts and insufficiencies and fears, and it can really ground us uh, if we can relate to our seasons as the earth has her seasons. And as mm-hmm. we know more, you know, we're more than our bodies and minds. I'm sure many of the listeners, or your listeners for this show anyway, know that we're, you know, we're really spiritual beings having this physical experience. So we can experience soul consciousness in our daily lives. And then that transforms the aging process into a spiritual opportunity. We go beyond time, and then we're in the present moment where possibilities can unfold. Yeah. You know, there's, a, there's another chapter that you have that's interesting, and it's about um, no faster than feelings can follow. What does that mean? Um. Sadina mentioned before, and you were talking about it as well, that we, we tend to live in our heads. And yet, uh, when we're not in our heads, when we're in touch with what's going on, are we tired, are we confused, are we angry, are we upset, are we hungry, are we sad? Um, these are like uh, incredible allies, these feelings, that help us better understand how we're doing relative to the world around us. And if we pay attention to our feelings, if we don't override them and suppress them or overdrug them or overeat them or oversex them or over-exercise them, but if we just recognize them and listen to them, then they're signs and symbols. They tell us, slow down, speed up, turn left, turn right, sit, stand, eat, whatever. And that's a wonderful uh, thing to have in our lives. And so uh, following feelings is a key to a successful life. And again, breathing into that, into the moment, puts you right back into your body, and you automatically are in the present. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another thing you talk about is something called crazy wisdom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, there's a wonderful expression by... Um, uh, a gentleman who started one of the uh, great advertising agencies in America, and the expression is, rules are made for the uh, guidance of wise men and the obedience of fools. 
So uh, crazy wisdom is a way of living outside the lines. It's a way of experimenting. It's a way of having fun with life, being a little silly, being a little outrageous, being... Uh, uh, not going quietly is crazy mm-hmm. wisdom, you know. And uh, the more we do that, the less rigid, the less contained, the less confined we are, then the more life can be an adventure and an experimentation rather than some sort of a calcified existence. The older we get, the stiffer we get. Yeah. We don't have to do that. Yeah. Well, that ties into something else you say, that the best is yet to come. Yes, Absolutely. That's exactly what we feel. And we had a lot of physical energy for things when we were younger. And as I said earlier, now our souls are empowered. We're going to maybe lose some of the gifts we had when we were younger, yet we have incredible gifts at this time of our lives that we would not have had access to when we were, young, when we were younger. I certainly didn't. I was going way too fast. So now, you know, our souls are seasoned and rich and they're ready for these deeper spiritual, emotional, and psychological energies. Um, and there's been so much uh, limitlessness is, is here, you know, and they're, they're doing extensive research about that on people that are 50 plus saying that life, you know, this just begins at 50 and ramps up at 80 and 90. Mm-hmm. And it's a developmental possibility of increased inner security and a redefinition of time and space and life and death and self and relationship to others, all of these beautiful things that are, that are blooming at this time of yes. life. So we have a lot to look forward to. Yes. And at the end of every chapter, you have a terrific section that includes life rules, life mm-hmm. achievement, and life tools. And I, I love the life achievements. Um, can you share a couple of those with us? Sure. Um. There's one that's particularly uh, touching, I think. Um, there's a woman uh, who uh, uh, lived to be 122 years and 124 wow. days. Her name is Jean-Louise Clamont. She's a French woman. Uh, she, she lived actually longer than any other person that had been documented up until the writing of this book. And she was still riding her bicycle at 100 years of age. Wow. That's an example of, right. um, you know, someone who did something extraordinary. The, mm-hmm. You know, Geronimo started uh, uh, his autobiography at 77. Yeah. Uh, Carl Jung was doing masterful work in his 80s and 90s. You know, and it goes on and on and on. Every chapter, as you say, has examples of people who broke through to new frontiers mm-hmm. and demonstrated that uh, you're never too old or too young to live your dream. Yeah, I interviewed a 106-year-old golfer. Oh. 100 and, no, 102. Harley was 102. He was in the Senior Olympics. He started playing golf at the age of 92. Yep. And wow. his last four had been, had been 100. And I was very fortunate about 15, 20 years ago to interview him. And he died at 106. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah, it was, um, so wonderful. many people that, well, as you reference that we mention in our book, and and it's it's people that are well known and not so well known as you're saying this this gentleman, and it's we're, we're mentioning them because it's an inspiration to remember the time of life is really can be the best time of life. We have all of this that came before, and we've arrived. You know, it's time for celebration and joy. That's wonderful. What are some closing thoughts for people who weren't born yesterday? What would that be? 
Well, first of all, pay attention to the uh, to the wisdom and the experience that you have. So the idea of not taking any wooden nickels is don't let all the furor and fluff that happens mm-hmm. around us in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember who you are. Remember that mm-hmm. you've earned your stripes. Remember that you have a right to not be marginalized but to have a voice. And remember that the second half of life is for a whole lot of new things different than the first half of life. So inner journey, new territory, new exploration, uh, that's why Sedina says it's the, the, the best is yet to come. Mm-hmm. And there's an anonymous quote that says, never fear growing old. There are many who have never had the privilege. And uh-huh. it's truly a privilege to yes, be alive. And so I've just put out to you, what are the dreams that you might have put aside when you were younger to have children, to have a job, a career, Pull those dreams up, stir them up, and find out what are those unique gifts and talents that you have to share with the world. And uh, bring it forth. It's time to share all of that. And without it, you know, the, the world is going to miss your, your individual song that you came here to sing. That's really beautiful. How can people get this wonderful book? Uh, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, local bookstores. Uh, it's available uh, everywhere, and if it's not, chastise them for not wearing it. Yes. <laughs> and go to the book site. It's, it's yeah. also available on Kindle, and uh, people can visit uh, do not go quietly thebook.com, and they should also vid- visit agenation.com because mm-hmm. that's a really remarkable site where we do a, an awful lot of work that's devoted to finding solutions and inspiration for people who weren't born yesterday. Yeah. It's a hub for all of us, so come and play. That's really wonderful. And I want to close with one of your life rules. It says, practice excellence, avoid perfection. (laughs) Practice acceptance, avoid resistance. And uh, it's really, uh, thank you for the work you're doing. To really encourage so many people of this age range and, and younger and to really, you know, kind of wake us up to our beauty. Thank you. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Yeah, hold on the line. I'll be right with you. All right, folks, remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. My guests today have been George and Sedina Caponelli. Did I say that correctly? (laughs) Good. All right. And Do Not Go Quietly is the book, A Guide to Living Consciously and Aging Wisely for People Who Weren't Born Yesterday. Tune in next week for an all-new Patricia Raskin Positive Living Right here on Voice America, America's Voice. Bye for now. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 